Hi there! I'm Missy Information. On August 1st, I was challenged by Alice Lee of the Bat Month podcast to watch the film Twilight, four minutes every day during the entirety of the month. I decided to do it, because who am I to say no to someone on the internet? And thus began Twagust. Good evening, it is day 10 of Twagust. We are going through minutes 36 and 40 here, leading to the final first third of this film. I can't believe that we're already getting to that point. It has been a journey so far, and I am coming in hot with a lot of energy. I just saw for the first time missed calls with the former randoms on Radio Free Multiverse Twitch channel. Uh, which Alice Lee of the Bat Month podcast, the person who challenged me to do this and this entire thing is modeled after, hosts with uh, some of her friends. And it was absolutely delightful and wonderful. So I'm just coming in really just vibing from all of that. It was great. We talked about Nixon, Flop Sweat. I mean, the, just Nixon talk alone makes it worth it. I, I said in the chat that I consume all things Nixon, and I'm not really joking about that. Um, it's, that was amazing. Uh, the whole conceit is that people call in with random voicemails and you respond to it. Uh, it was very just delightful and fun and a good, uh, good energy for the middle of the week to come into here. I'm very excited that I am out of the throes of Edward for a little bit uh, and that we are with Jacob. In the last episode, we started to delve into the historical context for the supernatural abilities of these people that we are going to be with. So translating, obviously, it's going to be about the vampires and the werewolves. Good. Here's a good thought question that I have for later. I don't think there are more than those two types of creatures as far as I know. I don't think this is like a true blood scenario where all of a sudden there's going to be like, oh, Una, the queen of the fae is here and arrived and is going to cause mischief and different stuff. It's like, no, I'm pretty sure it's just these two and like a twisted Romeo and Juliet-esque um, thing. I'm going to go ahead and get us rolling here on the clip because I I want to know what's going to happen next we're, we're rapidly rapidly having now approached the first end of the first end of, wow end of the first third I'm just so excited that I can't even speak straight uh, I can only speak gaily I am very excited for this first third to come together because as in previous episodes, I'm obsessed with the gaslighting and the toxicness that we are beginning with. And Jacob has all of a sudden infused a different energy in me. And I'm very ready to see what his world is about. I think we're going to find out more of it here starting in 36. As always, here in Twagast, we will do the 3, 2, 1, boop. 3, 2, 1, boop. That's right, we're with the vampires and this poor gentleman, I believe his friend Earl was one that he called for, didn't come and save him. And we're back to Forks and the house. She is, okay, so she's 
Googling the legends, and I do not know how to pronounce the name of the tribe that's on there. It's Q-U-I. Well, now I can't spell it because they just walked away from it. So Thunderbird and Whale is the bookstore she's going to? Oh, okay. So she's going to go to a bookstore that is going to have more information on this legend. Uh, the legend that basically said that they ascended from wolves and that these... These other people, um, Edward Cullen's uh, family, caused trouble. And when we're back in high school, he's not here. Who's not here? Whenever the weather is nice, the Cullens disappear. So, is this something where we're going to have the vampires and sun part oh the prom yeah the prom i can't give a fuck about the prom right now um i also learned that uh, vampires when they expose themselves to skin and it hurts them that's from nosferatu the film that's the first time that happened it wasn't in the lore before it's interesting okay they're going on a oh cool they're going shopping nice Uh, none of those dresses would fit me, but they're wearing them well. Oh, uh, look at the leering male gaze. They're not even safe between glass from some disgusting trolls coming through. Okay, but I would be Bella because... I basically can see people in it, and I'm just like, no, you look great, because I'm like, you, you, you look like you. That would also be Bella, and me, I would just be Bella, and I'd be like, yeah, just you guys, you know what, you keep trying on dresses, I'm just gonna go outside and be anywhere but here right now. Oh, but she, okay, she specifically left to go to the bookstore, well, that's also, she had a plan, good. Oh, well, yeah, duh, I'm an idiot. That's why she hitched the ride in the first place. Wow, using your friends for to get to a location and do other things. I mean, I've done it before, so I, again, been there, girl. I've used my friends to, like, go on trips and stuff and, like, go places together and not, like, use them for other things. I just realized contextually that might sound terrible. Oh, she's getting stalked. Where is she running to? So, drunk frat boys right now are literally the scariest thing that has happened in this film that is allegedly full of vampires and werewolves, and I'm pretty sure I've seen people get killed. Oh, I don't like this. Oh, Bella, yes, knee him in the groin. Good job, good job. Learn that from Miss Congeniality. Okay, who's here in the car? Oh, shit, it's Eddie. Okay, so there's 20 seconds left. She, so far, has now associated Edward with a protecting instinct because he has saved her from two life-threatening situations. This relationship is founded upon trauma. Yes. Okay, minute 40. Now I'm getting it. Now I see. Okay. So it's, it was, it's a circle. It's a, it is, they were in each other's orbits from the start. 
it is i know how this whole endeavor ends with them having a family and a baby uh and that baby apparently they're gonna end up with jacob in some weird imprinting thing that i again i don't want to get into this kind of stuff i i shouldn't know these things so if this relationship is founded upon such life altering traumatic experiences such as moving to a new location uh at an age where you have to start with new friends when i I think if that's the context um at least in a place she clearly doesn't want to be right now she's suffering from depression yeah she might have been suffering in arizona for all i know uh we don't get too much context of there before that southwest flight now she has had one incident where uh, the person who saved her then immediately gaslit her. I'm using this term over too much, but it's truly, I mean, it is like one of the few times you can use it correctly in a sentence. He saved her and then tried to downplay it and tried to then downplay himself and distance himself. And clearly because he needed to work on something inside of him, AKA he's a vampire. Like, I mean, everything that goes with that, I get it. Um, that would be a traumatic experience in and of itself. A uh, thousand years of trauma. Love you for a thousand years. I can't get over that realization. And it is... I'm now curious to see where we end up at the end of this film and if it is still a will-they-won't-they they between the two of them or if she pairs up with one and then breaks up. And the other, so, Like... Now I get what sucks in the drama. I'm understanding it. I'm not liking that I'm understanding it, but I'm understanding at a base level where you are being introduced to a hero. He, he by the, the contextual actions of what he has done, is heroic. He has saved the life of a person twice. You are bought in. Again, we're not saving the cat. We're saving the swan, and it's, it's happened twice over. Um, I wonder if it'd be a rule of three. Uh, n- now, of course, we know that the other vampires are doing uh, the murders, or at least the kidnap. I guess we don't know. I guess they did, they did see he was killed. So uh, probably a second murder. We don't know his involvement in it, but um, that's something that we're going to see if he himself has ever taken someone's life. Now, Jacob, on the other hand, we can ask these same questions as well. But guess what? I'm not worried about if Jacob did any of those things yet because I don't have suspicions of it because I haven't been given all of this information that presents a terrible picture of a start of a, uh, again, a adored relationship. It is... Oh. oh, part of me wants off Mr. Cullen's wild ride, but I'm too, just like Bella, I'm strapped in, ready. Oh, boy, oh, oh, girl. <sighs> okay. We are now crossed the one-third threshold. This buy-in's coming up. We only have... Uh, what would it be? Five more episodes, and then we're halfway through. It's it's rapidly approaching. Such it's it it is wild that what seems like now a 
uh, an internet prank gone wrong has led to such interesting introspection about scripts and and emotional reaction to how something is presented in tone versus how something is presented in text. Because tone-wise, I'm being told I should really be appreciating Edward right now. But textually and sexually, sorry, not yet. Bopa, Bobby Pats, not yet. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. We're still on the no, no, no train. Uh, I am disappointed. I said at the beginning of the episode, I was hoping for more Team Jacob. And none yet. So, oh, fuck. I'm just, like, already on the side. Alice, this is what you wanted, isn't it? I know I'm breaking the fourth wall right now. But, Alice, I know this is what you wanted. You wanted to see me take sides. Because you knew that any good podcast involves takes. So, right now, for the taking, I'm going to say third of the way from Team Jacob. Here we go. I'm going to end on that. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, uh, also, you should all subscribe to uh, Radio Free Multiverse uh, and get to know their shows because I'm going to be doing the same. Take care.